Hallelujah. What a blessing. What a great blessing to be together again this morning. Father, we thank you for your goodness and we thank you for your love and kindness. We thank you for the privilege of fellowship yet again today. Blessed be your name forevermore. Glorify you. We honor you. We adore you. And we honor you. Amen and amen. Due to some doctrinal misconceptions about angels, many Christians do not really pay attention to the ministry of angels. There are serious concerns about the authenticity of some of the testimonies shared in our churches, in our meetings today about the ministry of angels. While our concern is very valid, we must not be ignorant of the devices of the devil. Whether we believe it or not, angelic activities are real. And the church must embrace this wonderful ministry that has been strategically positioned by God to support our work for him here on earth. I mean, how can we disregard a ministry that powered and strongly supported the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ here on earth? How can the church, how can the church despise the awesome ministry of angels that actively participated in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ from conception to glorification? The disciples also enjoyed the ministry of angels. Peter was delivered from prison by an angel of the Lord. Paul was assured of safety by the angel of the Lord that appeared to him in the night. John the Beloved was guided into the deep mysteries of God by the angel of the Lord. And I believe that life, ministry, marriage, business can become less burdensome if we truly embrace this wonderful ministry of angels. Yesterday, we established two powerful angelic activities around the life and ministry of Jesus. The first, the first is that the preparation of Mary for the conception of Jesus was fully carried out by the angelic ministry. And then the propagation of the birth of Jesus was purely an angelic assignment. The announcement of his birth was an angelic assignment. Now, the next angelic activity around the life of Jesus is the ministration to our Lord after an exhausting engagement with the devil. Matthew chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4, verse 8. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan. For it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels, angels came 
and ministered to him. The devil left him and behold, see, angels came and ministered to him. As soon as the devil left him, Jesus immediately received the ministry of angels again. They came to minister to him. Yeah, there are seasons of your life when you would be confronted with strong demonic temptations, oppositions, heavy challenges, and demonic attack in different forms. The goal of every demonic, satanic attack against your life is to take away your strength, to take away virtue from you. Spiritual warfare can be exhausting and replenishment from mortal men will not do you much good. At such time, you need the ministration of the supernatural beings called angels. Before Jesus would go into the temple to minister, he was first ministered to by angels. Angels have capacity to impart you with strength, unfailing strength to accomplish the purpose of God for your life in every sphere, every area of life, as a businessman, as a politician, as a worshiper, as a preacher, as a singer, as an evangelist, as a business manager, as a teacher, as a prophet, as an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ, as a mother, as a father, you need the ministry of angels. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 says, They are ministering spirits. And it is part of your divine covenant right to enjoy angelic ministrations. Finally for today, in the life of our Lord Jesus Christ, we are looking at the active roles played by angels. We've looked at number one, the preparation of his mother for conception. Number two, the propagation of his birth, the announcement of his birth. Number three, ministration. Angels came to minister to him. Number four, this morning, is that angels played a very powerful role of preservation in the life and ministry of Jesus. Luke chapter 22 verse 41 to 44 and he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw and he knelt down and prayed saying, Father if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will but yours be done. Then an angel, then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood, falling down to the ground. Wow! I can imagine the silence in heaven. Jesus, the Son of God, was confronted with the pain and the weight of the death ahead. He was confronted with the rejection of the Father and the abandonment in the lower part of the earth. He had no natural strength to continue. He wanted a way out. 
He wanted some more time, perhaps, to think about it. The cup was too much for the Savior to drink. The content was too bitter and dark to be consumed. He had to make the one very important choice. His natural feelings would have set the plan of redemption backwards. The tension was great and then he shouted, Not my will, not my will, but your will be done. Oh God, not my will, not what I want to accomplish, not my will, oh God. I'm going through this pain. I'm confronted with the reality of the challenges ahead of me. I'm confronted with the reality of the pain in this marriage. I'm confronted with the reality of the challenge of ministry, of the challenge of the people and the evil one afflicting and attacking me. But Lord, even when I feel like quitting, not my will, but your will be done. The total surrender to the will of the Father was an automatic trigger for the angelic ministry. Angel came, an angel came to strengthen him. As a result of the angelic strength, he survived the agony and had sufficient strength to pray more earnestly in such terrific agony. My dear, there are painful processes you will never be able to survive if angels don't show up to strengthen you. Oh yes, as a pastor, as a teacher, as a father, as a mother, as a wife, as a husband, there are tough times and challenging times that you will not be able to survive if angels don't show up to strengthen you. Do you know how confused a man can be when he's in agony? Do you know how incoherent a man can be when he is in pain? Imagine the pain that could turn sweat into blood. That must have been the height of pain. And to muster strength to pray in such a condition is practically impossible without the support of an invisible supernatural force. I remember returning from a meeting all soaked in my sweat to hear the message that one of our amazing fathers in the faith was in a critical condition. I was in heavy agony of the soul. I did not know what to do. I was exhausted from within. I was exhausted. I was exhausted. I didn't even know how to pray. It was a very heavy evening for me got to my room and I went prostrate on the floor beside our bed in an attempt to pray through the night. To pray through the night. But words will not just come out. It was a challenging, painful, agonizing experience. I had no words. You know that feeling when you really want to pray? When your spirit is willing, but your flesh is completely out of the way. My mind was infested with all manner of thoughts. It was difficult to concentrate. 
very difficult. Physical strength was gone. All I could hear myself say was, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Jesus, help me. I probably needed more help than God's servant who was in that critical condition. As I mustered the rest of my strength to repeat the phrase, Jesus, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Suddenly, I looked and the angel in the form of a middle-aged man was sitting next to me. He had a baseball in his hands and he did not say a word. He didn't say a word. His countenance was joyful. He looked at me and smiled at me. Oh, wow. I felt a new lease of life. I was refreshed. I was renewed. I was restored. I suddenly had strength to go all night in prayer. I had no fears. My fears were gone in a second. I enjoyed beholding the face of this amazing spiritual personality from heaven. Oh, my spirit recognized him. I knew, I knew he is no other but the angel of the Lord. He came with strength. He came with grace. He came to minister to me. He came to inform me that the situation was not unto death. Oh, it was such a wonderful experience. As soon as he left, I got up. I got up from the ground and lay on my bed. I slept like a baby and woke up like a giant, like a lion. Oh yes, about the same time, God miraculously intervened. And our father in the faith was revived. Angels are spiritual beings that can strengthen you in your season of agony. The capacity and the capability of Jesus to pray through the agony was reinforced by the visitation of angels who came to strengthen him. Jesus was strengthened so that his prayer life could be preserved. His ability to continue in prayer was his sustaining power in the time of tribulation and pain. My dear friend, the ministry of angels will preserve your prayer life and arm you with strength for the fulfillment of your divine purpose. In the life of Jesus and his ministry, angels made the preparation for his conception. They conducted the propagation, the transmission, and the broadcast, the announcement of his birth. They ensured adequate ministration after his confrontation with the devil to replenish him. To, 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 to refill him. And they ensured the preservation of strength. The preservation of strength for him to endure the cross. For him to fulfill destiny and purpose in the height of pain and agony. 
Dear friends, you need the ministry of angels. You need the ministry of angels. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you yet again. Amen and amen.